So we talked about a lot, but we ha- what we haven't talked about is you. So how do you, how do you stay the course as a leader? How do you embody? Because you have some tough days. Every day in leadership is not a great day. We all experience that. So what does Jessica Linwood do to be on, on, on your A game so that you can provide the leadership necessary for everyone that looks to you to be led? Well, if I can be completely transparent, absolutely, uh, prayer and scripture reminders, and I have to do that daily. Right. I I I cannot um, miss a day um, if I'm behind, and and sometimes I might not get to it right away, but I do have to do it daily. I have to remind myself what is our vision and what is our mission that we said that we were going to do because my actions have to lead back to that. Hi, my name is Dr. Mark Smith, and I'm superintendent of Duncanville ISD, and this is my podcast, Super Intentional. I'm Dr. Mark Smith, superintendent in Duncanville ISD, and this is my podcast, Super Intentional. You know, I believe everything rises or falls based on leadership. And as leaders, we have to be super intentional. Today, I am talking to an outstanding leader, Ms. Jessica Linwood, who's the principal of the Acton Leadership Academy. And so I am so excited that you have joined us today. You have so much uh, to provide to our listeners. And so we're just going to have a a great time talking about you and Acton Leadership Academy. So, you know, you haven't been in Duncanville for a very long time. What has been your journey to Duncanville ISD? Well, prior to coming to Duncanville, I worked in Dallas ISD. Actually, my entire uh, education and career was yeah. in Dallas ISD. I'm a graduate of Dallas ISD, and um, I have served at every level, actually. I've served at elementary, middle school, and high school. And just prior to coming um, to lead the Charles Acton sure. Leadership Academy, I was at Ann Richards Middle School as an assistant principal. So now you may remember this. We interviewed you like right in the middle of the pandemic and it was all Zoom. And, and that's not normal for us. So my first interaction with you was on a computer. That was just that was different. It was uh, it was different for me, um, but it. It was kind of an advantage, uh, if you will, for me because I got an opportunity to uh, relax a little bit more sure. as far as the space was concerned. Not knowing Duncanville the way I know Dallas ISD, I'm very familiar with many of the people that are there. And so just coming to a space where there were so many leaders that I was not familiar yes. with, I think I actually was able to relax a little bit. Yes. I don't know if that came across yes. uh, in the interview, but I believe I was able to relax a little bit. Well, I picked up immediately your your focus, your calmness, uh, a quiet calmness and confidence. And so those are excellent attributes to have for someone leading the Charles Acton Leadership Academy. So right as you were coming into the district, we were focused on innovation 
and bringing specialized programs to our campuses. We wanted to target an elementary school. So you were the perfect principal to get us off and running with our first Leadership Academy. So just kind of tell us about the journey and the vision and, and where that came from in terms of leadership for students at the elementary level. It's been an amazing journey. Uh, it's b definitely been different because we're still navigating through the pandemic. However, our parents have been super supportive. Of course, we've received great support from our district um, as well as our um, teachers and other staff. As far as the Leadership Academy, I think it felt great with me because I have always known that one of my gifts is leadership. I love right. teaching and I love being a leader. And so one of the things I say to students all the time is to choose leadership. So prior to us actually fully rebranding, that is something that we were talking about. We were having those conversations. And I actually started my first uh, professional development with teachers talking about um, the event plus response equals outcome. So what kind of leadership are you showing every day in front of the students, in front of your peers right. to actually write your own story and how you're contributing to our campus? Right. So it, it, it actually worked very well. Yeah, yeah. Think about this. I, I was thinking about this when I was preparing this time that we would have together. It. I was probably in college, maybe a junior or a senior or so before I got my hands on the book, The Seven Habits of an Effective Leader. And when I read it, of course, it resonated with me really quickly. I just gravitated to it. But when I think about the students, uh, kindergarten or first grader, I've, I've been to your school and I've actually heard your students quote the seven habits of an effective leader. I never could have did that at, in kindergarten, first, second grade. That's powerful. So let's talk a little bit about what it means for students to just even know what the seven habits of an effective leader are. One of the first things that it means is it helps them to think. It helps them to develop their higher order thinking skills. It helps them to manage themselves socially. And it helps them to navigate those skills that we know leaders need to be able to get along with other people, to be able to work as a team, to be able to make decisions and to plan. Uh, the very first habit, which is be proactive, means that I'm in charge of me. Yes. So it's not your responsibility or anyone else's for me to make the right decisions. And I have to start out by thinking what's the best decision for me to make in order for me to show leadership. Yeah. How's it been just the culture? Because that's a big that's a big culture change from when you first arrived at the campus to where you are now. So what did you do to get buy in from your teachers, from your students and your the, the acting community? One of the things that we've done is we just started having the conversations. We talked about what it would mean for our campus to not only show leadership, but to teach leadership. And so we think about every part of the campus. How can we always show leadership? We share it with our parents. Um, we actually uh, met with them in this summer. And then throughout the year, we've had opportunities for them to learn more about um, the academy. But we also 
want to make sure that no matter what students are doing and no matter what we're doing, we know that we're showing leadership. If I'm going to make copies, someone mm-hmm. might be looking at me. Mm-hmm. If I'm dealing with um, a parent, a student, if I'm talking, having just a conversation, I have an opportunity to choose leadership, to choose my action and to determine what the best outcome is going to be for me. Now you're in charge of you and hopefully my leadership will encourage you to show your leadership. Right. So leadership is tough and Quite. it's not easy. <laughs> so what kind of things as a leader do you put in place on a daily basis to basically lead in a way that you embody those seven habits, even during a pandemic? One of the things that I do, um, I I won't say I do it purposely. purposefully, it truly is part of my personality is I probably talk like this all of the time. So whether I'm on the internet, I have to make myself kind right, of get right, a little right. excited. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, uh, raise the, my volume or my tone or something like that. So whether I'm approaching a student, I'm in a staff meeting or doing announcements or what have you. Um, I, I believe I need to remain that calm no matter what it is. And then I need to always make sense out of a situation. So I might have to explain the why behind what it is that we're doing. I think it's always important for people to know that. Um, and then I think I always need to just stamp Mm-hmm. the leadership piece. And so how this is important and how it will guide you or lead you to your next step, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Uh, we definitely do walks um, just to check on how things are going with our leader and me. We're using mm-hmm. the leader and me cur- curriculum right, right. Um, to teach students the seven habits. Um, and I will say actually prior to um, coming to Duncanville, when I was um, at um, Woodrow Wilson high school, we actually used the uh, seven habits of highly effective teens. Okay. So I had a little bit of experience with using it not like you said at this grade right, level right. but um, prior to coming yes well so branding and rebranding is so important so you went into the campus you made some changes in terms of the culture I've also seen some visual uh, differences on the campus from prior to us implement, implementing the leadership academy And so that's all a part of your rebranding. What kind of things have you done to rebrand visually the Acting Leadership Academy? Wow. We have done so much around the campus. When you drive up, um, there is an immediate aesthetic difference. Our, we have wraps around our campus um, that show our new baby cub, Panther. Yes. Um, and so you can see that on the front, we have leadership uh, statements. We have our seven habits lining our hallways. We have academic reinforcements on our stairs, um, on our walls. There's a huge multiplication chart outside of our library that leads to the cafeteria. Um, we just have uh, puzzle pieces to show how the habits fit together that can be seen really from three or four different sides of the campus. And then we're reinforcing those consistently. Yeah. So there's been so much. And most recently, uh, we actually got some assistance from um Miss Pam Thomas to rebrand our teacher center, which is now going to be a makerspace. Okay. And so we're going to bring teachers in to provide professional development for that. And that will be something that we will want to offer at the Charles. Uh, so Activity for those um, for those that may not know, what is makerspace? What, what is that concept about? A makerspace is a place to invent. And so whether you come in with a specific activity like a challenge, build the highest tower, just using these materials or 
build a, a fast car or there may be something that you just come in and say, OK, what would you like to create today? And so we want teachers to be able to think about the lessons that they currently have and how they can incorporate the makerspace or. Um, if we have an opportunity to build a club, which we're thinking about for next year, we right. probably won't do that this year, right. but uh, we'll be able to bring a club in. Well, I, I thought about, uh, I guess, a couple of maybe two, three months ago, we had the commissioner of education, Mr. Mike Morath. He came and did a site visit. This rebranding that we're talking about, that was one of the things that they highlighted that was uh, mm-hmm. so positive about that experience. So when you have the commissioner of education, Mike Morath, comes to visit your campus, what was that like? And what was the preparation leading up to that? Well, knowing that he was coming, um, we were, uh, or I was, I can't speak for anyone else. I was a little uh, nervous. That's How, normal. <laughs> however, I will say um, his visit, it went very well. It was it was very smooth. Uh, everything was personable. We it was just having a conversation similar to here. He wanted to know things about the school um, and how we were working to implement some of our uh, programs. And of course, I was able to speak to that and he was able to see it in action. So it was very Um, positive and reinforcing Mm -hmm. for the work that we're doing. Very similar to earlier, we had business leaders. We had the Chamber of Commerce come out and they toured the campus. And guess who led the tour? Not you, but the students. The students led the tour. Mm -hmm. And then there was a performance. And I could see in the audience how they were so impressed with the command and comfortableness at which the kids were able to recite those seven habits highlight different things throughout the building. I mean, when you think about the stretch and the exposure that our students are gaining, how does that make you feel? It, it feels amazing. And I have to give that credit to um, our staff. We have great, amazing teachers that care for the students and they have embraced the leadership and they spend the time each morning reinforcing those principles with the students. And when we prepare students for visits like that, they're working with them. They're talking about their leadership. They're talking about how they show themselves in front of an audience, how they can speak and how they greet others, how we're actually now on um, habit number five and how we you look someone in the eye mm-hmm. when you're talking to them and how you listen first. And so um, it, it it's a great feeling to see them doing that and, and they want to do it. Yeah. So implementing a program such as this, you know, it has its challenges and it has its roadblocks. And we certainly experience some of those challenges and roadblocks. There may be other principals or parents or potential leaders out there that are just really inquisitive about, okay, what roadblocks did you face and how did you overcome those roadblocks? I think one of the first things we needed to do was make sure that we were all trained in uh, Leader and Me and the Seven Habits. Of course, some people have familiarity with it, so we wanted to make sure that we all got the training at the same time. So we actually um, had an extended day last year so that we could start the training, and then we reinforced that throughout this year um, so that teachers could know Mm -hmm. what it was that we were doing. Mm -hmm. Um, I've had to be very intentional with communication with parents so that they could be aware of what we're doing and help us to reinforce it. 
um, on the outside. Um, I would say just right now with us um, rebranding in the pandemic, there have just been some things that are gaps, right? Mm -hmm. uh, social gaps, students um, not having as many opportunities to socialize and know how mm -hmm. to get along. So just reinforcing some of those things with students and then making sure that we're um, focusing on our academic piece right. uh, because that is a part of leadership. Uh, so we're reinforcing our behavior, our academics and our leaderships at all times. What have, what have you seen with your teachers? You know, cause this is new. You were a new principal coming in. Then you implement this new program. You inherited teachers that uh, were there prior to your arrival. Uh, what has it been like navigating the adults or the teachers through this process? We have been able to really work well to get teams of people who, who want to do the work. I will say there are some teachers who previously worked with the Leader and Me curriculum, and so I leveraged them to spread it amongst the others so that it was not just necessarily something that was coming from me or from me only. They were able to cheerlead like, hey, we've seen this before. We know that it works. We know that it can be something that's great. Right. And so that was very positive. So when you think about the possibilities, there are so many. Where where can we go? What's your vision for next steps for students in leadership? Our next steps, um, we literally uh, just uh, made a plan here a few weeks ago, are for students to take ownership, full ownership of tracking their own improvement. So right now we've been tracking the improvement and we've been sharing it with them so that they can see it. But we want them to begin to track their own leadership, their own academic and their own behavioral improvement. And so we'll be we'll begin doing that next year. Are there uh, like community leaders and other opportunities that you're going to make available for leaders in the community to spend, to have some face time with your students? Absolutely. Um, so we started actually last year with our um, career day is just kind of one chunk right in the year where we bring people out and we actually brought kid um preneurs in so okay. that they could um, engage with students. But I, I believe starting with the um, Best of Southwest tour yes. that we had when they came in, um, getting them in front of students. But then um, we've had we have some coming in for Dallas Reads and we'll have another community opportunity next year. I intend to have at least two where they can come in and not only talk to students about their leadership roles, but how what they do ties to the seven mm -hmm. habits so they can see if I have this habit, I can do this. Mm -hmm. This is a habit that's important for me in the future to be able to to be part of this yeah. job field or career, et cetera. It is amazing how I remember back when I was in elementary school and we had, I guess, kind of a career day. I don't even think we really called it career day, but we had this person. He came in. His name was Cedric Hartman. At the time, he was an NFL football player for the San Francisco 49ers. And so he came in, I probably, I don't know, maybe fourth grade or so. He came in and he spoke with us. And that has such a profound impact. I had never seen a professional football player in person. He was so personable. And sports was something that I was really excited about back then. And that made such a huge difference. Do you see that today with your students when you bring successful leaders in, that it exposes them in a way that they believe, okay, you know, I, I could do that or I could be that? 
Absolutely. Um, anytime we've had visitors, students are excited. They want to be the person to greet them at the door. They want to know more about them. We allow them to create their questions. Um, during the past year and a half, because of the pandemic, we've not had as many, but we are opening more as we go in, even into this spring, and I anticipate even more next year. But they definitely love those opportunities, and we help them to build their questions and know what to take away from them. Yeah conversations so we <laughs> talked about a lot but we have what we haven't talked about is you so how do you how do you stay the course as a leader how do you embody because you have some tough days every day in leadership is not a great day we all experience that so what does jessica linwood do to be on 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 your a game so that you can provide the leadership necessary for everyone that looks to you to be led well, if I can be completely transparent, absolutely, uh, prayer and scripture reminders, and I have to do that daily. Right. I I I cannot um, miss a day um, if I'm behind, and and sometimes I might not get to it right away, but I do have to do it daily. I have to remind myself what is our vision and what is our mission that we said that we were going to do because my actions have to lead back to that. Mm -hmm. If I'm in a tough situation, I have to come back and say, all right, what is the mission mm -hmm. today? And is this going to get us to that mission? If it's not, how do I navigate it so that it is pointing back to the mission? Because that's what we said we were going mm -hmm. to do. Um, and there are so many things that can absolutely distract absolutely, um, very easily. And so I also have to think about who is watching me, mm -hmm. who is listening to me, and who am I influencing? Because if I am not speaking the message that I'm asking for everyone else to speak, if I'm not behaving in a way, mm -hmm. if I'm not making sure my actions are pointed back toward that, it would be very easy yeah. for others to get off. So that's amazing. You know, one of the things that I have read about and I think about a lot for leaders is you have to be reflective. And that's exactly what you just articulated. You are reflective enough on your own leadership that you go back and you will have a morning routine, if you will, so that you can get in the right frame of mind. That's so key for me and for any leader out there because people look to us and it's a heavy lift. And so if there was, if there was like one thing that you could say to a potential leader, someone that's striving to be a principal or to lead any organization, you know, what would that be? Hmm, let's see one thing <laughs> one thing one thing there are hundreds but the first thing that comes to your heart and mind what would that be well I will use our uh, second uh, seven habit and that is begin with the end in mind yeah that's habit number two and I think if you do that uh, you know where you're going and you can always come back to that to help guide you does that work in in our personal lives too absolutely yeah, how, how do you use that in your personal life? Well, um, I have uh, little ones and I have to think about what is it that I want them to be as citizens and then what do they want to be? Because mm -hmm. mama has what she thinks. Sure. <laughs> and then they are their own person, their Absolutely. own personality. But my job is to 
help them to realize that, but also in the best way possible. Yeah. So I have to make sure that just because you want it, is it safe? Is it something that you should do? Is it right. the right thing to do? That's right. So I'm not there to be just a, a checkoff, you know, person. Yeah, I have absolutely. to guide. I have to redirect and I have to explain sometimes why I know this is not the way um, that we need to do this. So let's learn a better way. Yeah. Yeah. So beginning with the end in mind, when you think about what that means, you know, I think about we may not have coined it that way back in when I was in college, but just having a goal and a destination that you're trying to reach and then being able to map out those steps in order to reach that. Many say that the battle is halfway won, just beginning with the end in mind and having a plan. I would agree. Um, the only thing that you have to do is stick with it. Absolutely. So you have to be consistent. You have to, um, if I can refer back to, I've been, we've been watching the, the, the hearings for our recent uh, justice nominee. Yes, absolutely. And I heard her say that someone told her to persevere. And that is what leadership takes. Absolutely. Every day. So if you have a plan and you can persevere, you can be successful. That's right. Well, I tell you, we have many that are watching and listening to this. And these are valuable nuggets for principals, for anyone that's in a leadership role. I'm so excited about what you're doing at the Acton Leadership Academy, what our students are being exposed to. Uh, at a very early age, and I'm excited to see them grow through the academy and moving on through our system, showing those leadership attributes. You're the perfect person to be leading this program. I like your reflection thoughts. I like the way that you have command and control. And those are all things that we aspire to be and do as leaders. So we appreciate your leadership very much. Is there any parting word of wisdom that you would like to, to share as we wrap up our time together today? Well, I tell my entire campus every morning to choose leadership and to make it a great day because the choice is always yours. I like that. Choose leadership, make it a great day because the choice is always yours. I picked up keyword choice. We have a choice. We can choose how we respond to whatever situation we're in. So I'm excited about that. I'm excited about our, our Leadership Academy at Acton. This has been so great for me. I've got so many nuggets that I can take away and apply in my everyday leadership. This is the kind of leader that we have in Duncanville ISD, and we are so fortunate to have your leadership and our students and staff. Everybody's uh, so fortunate to have you leading, leading our campus. So this has been great. So as I always say, leadership matters. Uh, I think that uh, everything rises or falls based on the leadership. And so to be an effective leader, you have to be super intentional. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Super Intentional with Dr. Mark Smith. Go ahead, like, comment, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you're listening on audio platforms, be sure to subscribe and rate the episodes. Follow us on all social media platforms.